I'm good. Good. Are you? Well, welcome, we welcome to my podcast channel that you helped set me up on. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'm thank glad to help so you. Thank you so much. No, thank you. You were um, an amazing help because I was clueless before you helped me out. So I'm very thankful. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. I love helping people do things like this. Of course, yeah. You're you're a great person. You really are. And I love your quotes on Facebook, by the way. Oh, I love thanks. them every day. Thanks. And of course, that's what we really, really wanted to talk about today was your thoughts on gratitude because you do a lot of work around it and it is very key with any chronic illness or any chronic disease to really focus on the, the little things that add sparkle to our days because we know through society we're always you know chasing dreams looking at goals and the bigger picture and chasing wealth and everything else when really we should be focusing on the smaller things well what really helps me is just finding some of the small things to be grateful for yeah and uh, I start out my day and I have to do this every day um I deal with a chronic illness called Chiari malformation. Yeah. And um, I, uh, I've i had to have brain surgery, or I had to have brain surgery uh, 13 years ago and uh, a couple spinal surgeries. And uh, I still struggle uh, with the symptoms daily. And since I have to get up so early uh, on my morning ride, I have a 10-year-old. I take to school every day. Oh, and if I'm having a bad morning, I try to find the beauty in the very beginning of the morning. Yes. And I do that by even being grateful that I can, I woke up. And I have a little reminder on my phone that says, it's a great day to be alive. Oh. And I tell myself that every day because... A lot of people never got the chance of today. Yes, that is so true. And I start out by that. And then as I go along my day and, uh, you know, I have my breakfast, you know, I always pray um, with my grandson. I raise my grandson and uh, thank, you know, God for him and as we yeah. pray together for the food that we eat. And that we're able to eat the food and have a roof over our head. And as I continue to drive through the day, just that morning, I try to look for beautiful moments. I, I always call them beautiful moments. And even if it's uh, cloudy, like it was, it's been rainy here today, or if it's sunny, there's always something beautiful in nature. I take pictures. Yeah. Uh, for instance, I'll take pictures of, uh, I'll stop at a stop sign if I see something that catches my eye, and I'll take pictures of it. And then on the way back home, if I see a beautiful sunset, I'll take pictures. I, I sometimes post those with music behind them on Facebook, because even through It just all sets the scene as well with the music, the calming influence as well. Yes, yes, it does. And um, nature, people don't realize, I love music. I've, I've always yeah. loved music. I used to sing as a child with my family. 
and uh, actually I'm an event coordinator also. And so uh, nature, it has its own rhythm too. And Mm -hmm. just learning to appreciate those small things as you're going about your day, just starting your day can change your whole mindset for that day. Yeah. And, And being at that school when I dropped him off, I also noticed too, some of the kids that get out, some of them are in wheelchairs and they've never had the chance to walk and they smile. And there's one little girl in particular, I've seen going there for six years, ever since my grandson's been going there. And she always, always has a beautiful smile on her face. And I used to tell her when she was little, it's a great day to be alive. And one day I was having a really bad day and I was just having one of those pity days, you know? Yeah. Uh, I walked by her and she smiled so big and said, it's a great day to be alive. And it made me smile because she was giving me back what I had gave to her. And I realized she's never had the chance to walk. And even though I'm in this pain right now, I need to be grateful yeah. that I can walk back to my car and I can get in my car and I can drive home. And that's but, it. And I think when you've gone through illness of any kind, it really does open your eyes so much more because people who are very, very lucky and very gifted to not have to suffer with an illness and, you know, have a full bill of health, they don't, they take for granted you know just you know I wish that I could eat pizza and I used to eat pizzas all the time but obviously because of my health now I can't eat a pizza and it kills me every day but at the time you just don't think twice about it it was second nature whereas now I kick myself and think no I should have you know really well just taken my time over it really enjoyed it and appreciated it really and not just taking it as something that was a given it's so true it's so true I can relate to that so much because I have a very restricted diet myself and uh, going to events I don't go to as many as I used to but when I am at an event um, I can only eat certain things you know myself and people always you know, look at me and say, oh, is that why you're so thin? Yeah, (laughs) I get that. Yeah. And I, you know, I, uh, I laugh, but then I look at it as a chance to educate them just a little bit, you know, not tell them my whole life story, but I say, no, uh, I have a condition where my body will not digest these foods properly. So I have to eat this. And for instance, I have a friend that passed away a year and a half ago. She was a very sweet lady. And um, I used to go pick her up and I used to take her to events. And um, I never told her what was wrong with me. Um, actually, I didn't come out until last year about my chronic illness. Yeah. Um, she said one day, uh, what's really wrong with you? And because I noticed that you only eat certain foods and you're so thin. And I said, well, this is what's wrong with me, you know, and I told her about my condition, and she's like, I had no idea. She said, you mean you really want to 
eat and be fat like me. <laughs> and I said, well, I would like to eat foods, you know, like you eat, but I'm yeah. great that I can eat what I can. And uh, I started to look at it, you know, a little differently and, and appreciate that I can eat because I do know some people who are on feeding tubes, um, yeah. people with my condition and other conditions can't digest food at all. And they have to eventually go, you know, on feeding tubes because their body no longer digests the food, period. So when I eat or someone says, oh, I'm sorry you can't have that chocolate cake or I'm sorry you can't eat that pizza. I say, that's okay. I I enjoy this and I'm so thankful I can eat it. Yeah. And it used to bother me in the beginning that I couldn't eat certain things like you were talking about. And then I looked started looking at it in a different way and I was like you know what I'm grateful I can eat yeah that's true that's so true it was a time I couldn't eat any solid food at all I had to drink all liquid foods yeah and to be able to eat solid foods now and even though it's a, a restricted diet I'm grateful I can do that I get excited yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah and like you say, you, sometimes you have to go through it and people on the outside can't understand often your way of thinking because they've never been in your shoes. And that's very difficult to get people to understand because sometimes they, like, they see you and they think, why are you so happy? Why can you be so positive? But we have no other choice but to be positive and for our own mental health because if we chose to be negative we wouldn't probably leave a bed all day and we wouldn't be like pleasant people to be around. No one would want to spend time with us. And, you know, negativity spreads negativity. But um, I think when people have just had quite a smooth ride, when they have a bad day, it's like the end of the world and they can't understand how we deal with day to day when they have a slight knock and it really knocks them. Oh, yes, that is so, so true. I've actually, um, when I created uh, the Voice of Hope show and the Voice of Hope podcast, I started having a lot of connections uh, with different people. And uh, through Facebook, you know, people that had chronic illness and other conditions too. And um, I encountered a couple people that, you know, I've actually became good friends with. And um, they've struggled, you know, with some issues mentally. And um, they're like, how do you do this? I could not handle the stuff that you deal with. And then I see all that you do. And I said, well, it starts in your mind. Yeah. It really does. Because if I got to thinking about everything that I want to do I want to do so much more but then when someone mirrors back to me what I am doing I think wow you know 13 years ago I was unable to drive after I had my surgery I couldn't drive for two and a half years yeah Uh, I had to sit up in a chair and sleep I could not lay flat uh I I couldn't do a lot of things for myself. Like it was hard for me to even bathe and do my hair. 
And at that time, it was hard for me to even write because I couldn't use my arms very well. And when I look back at that time and reflect on it, it helps me to give them a teachable moment and say, you know, you look at your life in this way and what you can do and start out your day by thinking at it, thinking about it in a different way, whether you're depressed and you're in that, as I say, that deep, dark rabbit hole. Yeah. If you can't feel like you can come out of there just yet, whatever moment that the person may be in, I say, just find one thing, just one thing that you can be grateful for each day and just focus on that for a week. And then the next week, start to expand on that. And, you know, they started doing that. And then I have quite a few friends that each morning when they come to my mind, I'll send them, you know, positive quotes or a song or something that comes to me. I always stop and do that. And a lot of times I tell people too, when you can take your mind off of your situation and do something for someone else, it'll it helps. Help. Oh, it helps so much yeah. because it'll focus of what you're going through. It may not take your problem away, but it'll take the focus off what you're going through and actually can become a great blessing to you. You yeah. can make beautiful friends like you and I. Yeah, I met you through Facebook. I know. You're so encouraging. And uh, I love this podcast, by the way. Thank you. Beautiful. And uh, thank you. Your uh, episodes you've just done, they're just awesome. And you're welcome. And by, by doing that and reflecting on someone else, it opens up a whole new door. Of people you can connect with and encourage you and start to not feel so alone. Because I think that's what happens when we get to feeling alone. Yes. We become isolated. And when we become isolated, we shut ourselves off from the world. And therefore, we can't see beyond the walls that we create. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, definitely. Because before I started The Voice of Hope, I I kind of had gotten that way. I would do my events and then I would, you know, isolate myself on bad days. Sometimes it would go a couple of months because I wouldn't feel well. And uh, just would not. time. Mm-hmm. And just wouldn't have the energy. Yeah. And, and so I had to start to reach out and it wasn't easy, you know, uh, as I always say, a lot of times you may have heard me say, you, I had to dig really, really deep and, you know, find something to be grateful for. And that's yeah. why I each day by saying it's, you know, it's a good day to be alive today, Andrea, yeah. it's a good day to be alive. And I think it's also very difficult because when you have, you know, just being diagnosed or starting having health problems, you become quite defensive when people try to help you because you want to have that time to grieve the health that you're losing and your sort of control over your life that 
I find it very difficult when people are sort of reaching out for help, but when you're trying to give them help and advice, they're quite defensive. They don't, they, I, don't I don't know, they're, they're kind of waiting for a miracle, and I think they have to get out of that mindset of waking up to a miracle and actually try and wake up to adapting, accepting, and moving forward, because there's no point looking back and keep replaying what's been lost or grieving and yes we all need a grieving period we all need time to cry we all need time to just you know be with ourselves and our thoughts but there's also becomes an end to that time where we have to move forward and we have to think more positively because we can't live an unhappy life we only get one shot at life and like you say we're all very lucky to be alive right now and be living the day that we are living so we need to be grateful for that and not be def defensive, not get annoyed when people are trying to brighten our days and make things a little better for us. Oh, that is so true. So, so true. Uh, because I know I have a lot of times experienced this by um, speaking with people and I try to help them, you know, coming out of that dark spot that they may be in and they say you don't understand you know you've not walked in my shoes and I said you know we do I, well I tell them this I said you know what I said no I haven't walked in your shoes and I said we all have different journeys in life and we all we do. different things and I said I can tell you this I said, you have a choice, whatever you're going through and wherever you are out right now in your journey, you have the choice to let it make you better or the choice to let it make you bitter. Now, it's your choice. And if you choose to let it make you bitter, it's, you know, it's not going to be a good life but I can't make you look at life in a different way. And, yeah. you know, sometimes I, I have to direct people to, you know, professional help and that's good yeah. too. Sometimes uh, people need a uh, professional, you know, mental health. And, yeah. um, but sometimes if I get to talking to someone and then they say, well, I see you on these lives and, you look fine and you're always smiling and you're so cheery. Yeah. And I said, yeah, but you don't see me the other days when I'm yeah. down days and I'm exhausted. I've not been able to sleep well. Uh, yeah. I haven't been able to eat well for a few days and my energy's drained. And I said, you're seeing a, a snapshot. An hour of your day. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You're seeing a snapshot in time. And mm -hmm. I said, that's what social media is. A lot of times, like this one friend I was telling her, you go on to social media and I said, you see that yeah. snapshot of people. And, uh, you know, that's great. You know, the people share. Yeah. If you notice my social media, I don't share a whole lot of uh, personal snapshots. Yeah. And uh, I do occasionally. Um the reason for that is because I want to give somebody something to think about. And yeah. because I have a lot of friends that 
uh, are struggling, whether it's through a physical illness, mental illness, or in other ways in life, you know, they're going through different things, divorce, death, all kinds of things. And um, so I try to put things on there that may uplift them. A lot of times, though, uh, I had one friend in particular, they would say, well, when you look on social media, you know, this person looks so happy. This person, you know, is doing all this. I said, well, you don't know what their life is like beyond that photograph. Exactly. Yes. I said, but just like me, I said, when I do a show, you know, you always say, how did you do that? Because I seen, I talked to you hours before the broadcast and you were in a lot of pain. I said, I just did it anyway. Sometimes you you do things afraid. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, you, feel, you feel rubbish and you doubt yourself. You think, can I do this? Can I do this? How am I going to get up? How am I going to get dressed? But you all, like, I think with any chronic disease, you always have to overcome the pain and you know your commitments. You want to stay loyal to the people that you've committed to and, you know, be on time and be predictable. So you, you just everything else sort of gets pushed out the window it's sort of when it all finishes that you get hit with a ton of bricks because you've got the pain that comes back with full force you're exhausted and you know that you've done something but at the same time for your mental health you're glad that you pushed yourself to do it because you you can see that you've achieved something you've succeeded something you didn't let you know let people down and sometimes that's worth the extra pain but, but other people don't see it like that they just see it as this is your normal day this is just you it's been a breeze it's not taking all that effort that it has you've just turned up um so that's very difficult for them to understand it's so true it's so true because i have friends that uh I used to do traveling uh, when I worked for a talent agency and um, a couple of my friends that I used to travel a distance with, uh, they say, well, would you like to go to this show like, you know, a month in advance? And I was like, I can't really give you a month in advance because I don't know on that day how I'm going to be feeling, you know? Yeah. I said, if we could do it like, you know, a day or two ahead of time, yeah, we could see. And I've actually had to cancel, uh, which, you know, it's not always easy to do. And especially if you plan the event yourself, you know, like I have. And I've set it all up and I've had to cancel being there. The show still goes on, as they say. Uh, I just, you know, have had to do that. And I've learn to cut myself some slack that you know it's okay some days not to be okay yeah definitely and like you say the people that understand and the people that are the main support systems will always always appreciate you know the fact that you've had to cancel they won't be judgmental and they won't come down hard on you because they'll understand and they'll support you as much as they possibly can in every way possible so the people that aren't as kind we have to question whether they're really worth our time and effort 
and that can also be very difficult because we lose a lot of friends we lose a lot of people that we thought we would have in our lives forever they just simply walk out and walk away and don't want to deal with our health the way that we are and everything like that and that's very difficult as well and having to come into that mindset of feeling happy for them in whatever they're doing and letting them move on is very difficult and still being grateful for the time that we had together and had with them that's also quite a big task that a lot of us face and a barrier that many of us stumble stumble on so 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 true because um i always say i have a saying i used to have it on my facebook on the back page says your vibe attracts your tribe yes i have it actually on my wall above my desk and um i truly believe that because i found that more so since i've dealt so many years you know with this chronic illness and Mm -hmm. learned and it took a lot of years to not take it personally like you said when those people you know leave yeah it's very hurtful sometimes because when I have a friendship, I give my whole heart. I invest a lot, in, you know, yeah. encouraging them and uh, going through them, you know, with just life, you know, and hard times. And then they give back and then all of a sudden it's they're like gone. away and they're gone. And I'm just, yeah. how did that happen? And also I've learned to cherish the friendships that have been parted even by death and that's a hard thing because I've had a couple friends well I had one friend that passed just recently and uh dealt with an illness he dealt with an illness for many many years and like 30 years or more and he was such an encouragement to me and uh you know even though he's no longer here his words of wisdom you know, still carry on because that's the thing, you know, we may be going through these conditions, but when when we connect with others, it's a strong bond. Yes. Even they're no longer here. And like my other friend uh, that passed away, I've had a couple in the past couple of years. She was just such a woman of wisdom and she's got a couple books that she wrote of poetry uh-huh. and I still uh, go to those a lot and yeah. uh, I'm just thankful that yeah. you know God placed those people in my life because they helped me of course yeah. in a different way and I'm grateful for every rich friendship like that that I have you know yeah because it adds so much in helping me along my journey in life you know, even though they're not here, you know, their words of wisdom still help me. Through yes. And like you say, we're, we're very, very lucky because in a sense, um, chronic illness is a blessing because the friendships that we do make and the relationships we make are built on such stronger foundations than what they were previous to us being unwell. And so, you know, I don't know, the loyalty is just there's a lot more loyalty, there's a lot more support, there's just a lot more positivity surrounding the friendships and relationships and there ever 
was before. So we have to take that as a great strength. And also, you know, we get to interact with amazing people who are on similar wavelengths and understand a lot more. And it makes our lives a lot easier and helps us accept our own health um, complications and setbacks, you know, with exhaustion and things like that. We're a bit more accepting rather than pushing through because we can see our friends going through the same thing and how they deal with it. And we all sort of bounce off each other and you know like the wisdom and the lessons and it's just you learn so much each day just from listening to their stories oh most most definitely because um i have a couple of friends uh i had matthew lemke on my show back in september well he's been on a couple times on the voice of hope and he has my condition and uh, he has a book called Faith Over Fear. And um, he wrote that book because when he had the surgery I had, he was paralyzed from the neck yeah. down. And about 23 days later, he regained his ability to walk. And that's how he wrote that book. But in that book, he talks about having a 4 a.m. friend. And I have a couple of those friends. And... Uh, if they happen to be listening to this later, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good to have friends like that because it really is. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, if you can't sleep or you're up really late, you know, I've texted them and been able to talk to them or even yeah. if they're not up, I'll leave a voice, you know, message or a voice clip, you know, like I leave you. Yes. And that, then when they can respond, they'll respond or we'll talk the next day. And it's always good to have a friend like that to help pull you through those moments. And Definitely. You know. And like we say, they help us become far more grateful because we realize what true friendship and what true relationships are as well. Because I think, I mean, I know from experience that, a couple of my friendships or relationships in the past have been quite one way and I've blamed myself or felt guilty when the like the relationships and friendships have broken down when actually it's it's not been a reflection of me at all I've, I've given everything that I could and someone who is going through the same sort of situation you know as myself and as as you with chronic illness or a chronic disease they're on the same wavelength so they give as much as they get as well so it's a two-way relationship and it's far more healthy far more satisfying and it's just a happier place to be in and they make life a lot happier I think oh yes yes uh, most definitely because I was just uh, thinking about this last week, actually. Uh, I was talking to my son, and I was just kind of upset because I was pouring my heart into one particular person, and uh, I was really, you know, upset with them and worried about them, honestly. I was really worried about them. And um, then after I thought about it for a little bit, I was like, wow they really don't think that 
I have, you know, some issues to deal with too. Yeah. Just from the place they were coming from, you know, and my son said, you know, mom, you have to remember all those other people that your friends that do understand and that they do receive the encouragement and um, what you're trying to give them in your friendship and not focus on one person who may not be receiving it in a way that they need to be receiving it. Because I got to realize too, that their mindset might not be in a good place at that time. Yeah. And they not might not be able to receive it, you know, as being encouragement. They might see it in a different way. I don't know what they went through on their path and, you know, they may be taking it the wrong way, you know, because I'm trying to encourage them. Sometimes people look at, I have no problems. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that's kind of what I was getting back. And uh, I was, didn't want to expand on my problems. Uh, I just wanted to let them know that we all have problems, you know, and you got to want, like you said, you've got to want to come out of what you're going through and it's not going to happen in that moment it takes time you can take time tools you can give them all the tools it's up yeah it has to come from them it has to it has to come from them and I've learned that because I would get exhausted pouring into people yeah and I felt like you know um you know they really didn't want to come out of that life that lifestyle or they didn't want to come out of that mindset or try to make any improvements and it was draining my health yes definitely I had to pull back a little bit and uh, I've learned that the hard way (laughs) I, I feel the same now I feel like I'm getting to that level where I realize where my energy needs to go and when it's being wasted on people that aren't going to give it me back or aren't actually going to use it in a beneficial way so even though like you say it you have to learn the hard way and often you get hurt or and drained and exhausted I think it does come with time and you do feel guilty at first having to sort of shut yourself off or sort of back off but you have to do it for your own health because you have to have some form of you know a good sense of well-being as well because this is your life ultimately oh yes yes I agree with that totally uh and and it's it's very difficult because you can think oh I'm being selfish and but you're not because you're still helping people but you've just got to be careful about yourself as well yes that is so true because I do find myself being guilty a lot and because I think, you know, they really need me, you know, or are they going to be okay? And I continue to worry about them. And actually it had gotten to the point, you know, I had at first when I did the voice of hope, it was overwhelming because lots of people were reaching out to me and I felt like I could not help every single person. And uh, I was putting from the time I get up to the time I go to bed a lot into people's life I was pouring out a lot and then I realized it was draining me you know physically 
and emotionally. And I was worrying about people, you know, a lot. And I had to start to set boundaries and realize, like you said, where I need to spend my energy and set limits and say, okay, you know, uh, I'll give you a call on this day and, you know, I'll talk for this time. And this is my schedule. I've got to, you know, get uh, my child at this time. I've got these errands to do this time and be okay with that and be okay with that. Yeah. And not feel guilty. And I've gotten much better. You know, like I said, it's come with trial. With time, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So do you have any hints and tips for the listeners or how you felt a beneficial to you that's helped you, you know, in your journey with practicing gratitude and getting into a healthier frame of mind? Oh, yes, most definitely. I would say, you know, wherever you are in your life right now, whatever you're going through, just try to focus on one thing to be grateful for in that day. Just one thing. And it may not be big. It may not be a big thing. But just try to focus on that. If it's just looking in the mirror, mirror and saying, I'm beautiful or I'm enough. Yeah. And, and being okay with yourself, learning to be okay with yourself, focus on self-love, you know, loving yourself and gratitude towards yourself that your body works like it should. And that you're able to have a clear enough mind to think these things. Yeah. You know, just start to focus on those few things. And as you go, you you will find more and more every day that you're thankful for. And I promise you will. I, I know you will. If you just, and not every day is going to be sunshine and roses, you know. Of course. But if you just start to do that, I've noticed within myself, even if I'm having a bad day, I might be at the grocery store or the market you know somewhere and uh I may not I'll be smiling you know I'll smile at someone and then the next thing I know someone will smile back at me and start a conversation you know at the checkout and it changes my mood a little bit it takes my mind off my pain and it helps me through the day and uh yeah I would just recommend just start practicing one thing that you're thankful for every day and then you're going to notice the benefits in weeks and weeks to come. You're really going to. Yeah. Because I think people forget that happiness is a journey, not a destination. And like we touched on before, people just want to wake up and a miracle to happen and the world to be right again. And it's it's not like that. You have to put in the hard work. You have to consciously think. And you have to change the way you think a lot of the time. Oh, definitely. And, and, you know, I believe in miracles. I've seen miracles. There's also a miracle in your mind. And a lot of people don't realize that. And the miracle in the mind is being able, being able to be thankful. That is such an awesome thing. Gratitude, when you can start to be thankful for so many different things in life, it is a miracle 
how far it can take you. It's took me so many places when I was in such despair and I was in my home for a couple of years and I thought there's nothing to be thankful for. I can't do anything, but I would wake up and I would hear the birds outside. And I started one day just to think I can hear those birds. And I started to be thankful for that. That's the only thing I could hold on to each day that I could hear, that I could hear them. And then I would wake up and be thankful I can see them. And then that I could be able to walk to that window to see them. A lot of people don't have those abilities. And then it started to bring me slowly out of that depression and like you said, it is a journey. Happiness is a journey and it doesn't happen overnight. No. And I think everything you've said is just amazing. And you've touched on so many amazing points that so many people will probably be writing notes right now, because I think, you know, we need to change the way our minds work to be able to live a happier life and to remember that we do deserve life as well because I think that's a big thing when we go through these traumas we think that we're not worthy anymore so people have to really get out of that negative mindset try to be positive and when you begin to be positive you attract positive things into your life as well so and you know just a big big thank you for coming on today and and sort of sharing your hints and tips with us because I think they're really really useful and I'm, I'm so thankful to you for that oh you're so welcome it was my honor to be on here thank you for inviting me no of course and you're welcome back anytime thank you thank you thank you so much thank you thank you have a good day bye-bye you too hi sophie i just wanted to say i love your new podcast i love it i love how you have the background music behind it and uh It's just awesome. And as I was listening to you, I was wondering if you would want to come on my podcast sometime for an interview and uh, talk about some of the things that you talked about in this episode and and then also in your future episodes also. So uh, if you would like to do that, let me know. But I really enjoyed it. Awesome job. Take care. Have a beautiful evening. Much love. Hey, Sophie, good evening. I love, love, loved this podcast. I loved your transparency in the podcast, the way you talked about, you know, self-love and all the struggles that you still go through and uh, about losing so much weight. I've experienced that myself, and uh, it was just really beautiful the way you know, that you explained all that. And I think a lot of people that has chronic illness needs to hear these things more. Uh, Like I said in the previous message, if you're interested in coming on my podcast, I would love to have you on there to tell your story about Lyme disease and even talk about self-love more. And if you would like me as a guest, I would be willing to come on yours also. So have a great evening. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye. 
Hey, Sophie, I just listened to the interview uh, with you and Angie Walsh. Great, great interview. Awesome interview. Awesome, awesome. Wonderful topic. Wonderful topic. Um, I loved it. It was just wonderful. I just wanted to say great job. Much love. Have a beautiful night. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sophie, for your feedback. Yeah, I had to learn that a lot uh, during my surgeries and many years when I was confined to my home. I had to find small things because I couldn't do a lot of things. I could barely shower for myself. I couldn't drive anywhere. And I started to look for the small things. I couldn't even write for a while. I couldn't use my arms very well. And so I began to look for the little things I was grateful for. And um, it really helped a lot. It changed my mindset. It wasn't always easy, but it helped my mindset. So thank you for your feedback. I look forward to our interview tomorrow. I hope all is well today. You have a beautiful evening. Much love to you. Look forward to talking to you soon. Bye.